And so for me, I said, let me run a play based on where my energy is. I was, um, I was meeting with a client one day. He happened to have his wife with him. This was um, a couple of years ago, maybe. And um, I asked his wife, what would you say his gift, his greatest gift or his greatest talent is? And she proceeded to say it. Then I asked him, what would you, what do you think her greatest gift? And she proceeded to say it. And it was cool. We conversed, conversed. And then he said to my wife, who was there, what do you think his greatest gift and talent is? Now, I thought she was going to be like, when he get that mic, he a beast. When he coaching people, he's a monster. But no, she said, I think his greatest gift is turning nothing into something. Mm. I started thinking about it. My whole life, I just happened to be able to run my mouth. Everything I've done has come from me seeing something that needs to be developed, seeing an opportunity, seeing something and saying, I can turn that nothing into something. And then once it starts to turn, I'm good. I need something new. Yeah. Your greatest gift could be your biggest hindrance. And now, so what I learned is I got to take the gift so I can take it and run with it. But now I know I'm looking for that next high. But now I have to say, let me bring support to continue that thing going. So with GMED, I followed that same thing. I said, let me get a partner. Mm-hmm. And so one of the guys, Bernard, that was in there, he he had the en- he got the energy and the love. I was like, that's my man right there. You want a partner? And I we had a conversation, but I waited. We waited a year before we actually did anything. Gotcha. We did the LLC, did the bank account, and because of that piece for him, he's a supporter. He's a sustainer. It now allows me to still have that and still run with it while I can go and do what I'm great at, yeah. turning nothing into something. Man. Yeah, the excitement of starting something. Oh, God. I remember I was on the phone with Kendall. We we started this business, and I was like, yo, this is all I'm going to be doing. Yeah, no. Kendall's <laughs> like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I was like locked in because I, it was so intriguing. I'm like, yo, we need this this business model for everything. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to drop all the stuff I'm doing. I'm locking in on that. He was like, ah, you're going to do some other stuff. This ain't, this ain't about to be your biggest focus. But if I, you remember, we had a conversation one day and I said to you, um, I said, don't worry about this. I'll take that. You go do what you were doing. And it was this mm-hmm. that you were building. I said, because I see that's where your greatest energy is right now. And go do it. We just didn't have the right support people. Because I'm, I'm like you. I'm looking for the next thing. But anytime you decide to start something and it, it, it energizes you, if you choose to sustain it and to scale it, you have to put the right pieces, the right pieces, and the right automation around it so it can still be sustainable and become active passive revenue. Active passive revenue. Yeah. To, Two different things? Yes. So there's, this is me. There's active revenue. That's where you are actively engaged in generating this money. Then there's passive revenue. I buy the crib. I put you in it. You pay me rent. Every now and then I got to send somebody over to fix something, but that's a property management company. So now I'm getting passive revenue. I buy a dividend stock. I'm every quarter, every month, I'm getting something back. That's passive revenue. I ain't doing nothing. But then you have active passive. I start a company. I get the company up and moving. I put a team in place to run the company. I may show up 10 to 15 to 20% of the time or as needed. I'm active, but I'm not as active. And so it's active passive revenue. Got it. Yeah. But you got to determine that up front. So if you and I were the, the joint we were doing, if we said up front, yo, we know us, we're going to get this thing started. 
And we're, while we're building it, we're going to put the right people and the right pieces in place so that after we lose this energy and we see that next shiny bullet, we got to go get, we can go get it and still have active passive revenue. But that's crazy because it's going to take a lot of maturity and transparency and knowing yourself to say, I'm not going to be in this. No, I know how I feel right now, but I know my pattern. But watch this. This is the great thing about business and entrepreneurship. And you know this. It's a roller coaster, mm-hmm. but you don't know what you need until you get in the game and start playing. Yeah. It's like we coach, we got people. I'm going to give you a play. Here's the play. Most people you get a play to, guess what they're going to do? Fumble the ball. They ain't even going <laughs> to get in the game and play. <laughs> right. Forget the fumble. Right. They're going to take it and be like, yo, that was good. And then nine times out of 10, it's just going to sit there or they're going to wait for another play mm-hmm. because they just love getting plays. Then there are some people that are going to, Coach Dave is going to give them a play. Then they're going to go to the assistant. Then the other assistant, they're going to get all these plays and they're going to get confused. Mm. The people that are successful are the people that take the play and go run it and fumble the ball. Mm. And here's the crazy thing. You can give me a play and you can give somebody else a play. Same play. But the way I run it may not work for me because he's faster and stronger. I might not be as fast. So I got to be mature enough to say, yo, let me run the play. But what is life? What is the market? What is the defense bringing at me? And can I be a creative?